And for the first time, there's a parish newsletter in our position, possession. Glenamady Parish Newsletter. Now, why? Why would you go to Bar- Glenamady and get the Parish Newsletter to speak about on the show? Because I wanted to make sure that the annual tradition was being carried forth. Ash Wednesday is tomorrow, and the drive through ashes shall be available in Glenamady from 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Or at 8.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Now you're going to have to get your drive through ashes. That's number one. Number two, when we looked through the newsletter, we found two things that were happening. Number one, a tractor run, and number two, a card game. And both on it say, refreshments afterwards. We have to ask the question, what are refreshments? We need to know, people. We need to know. We see these newsletters and bulletins and notices, refreshments served. But what are refreshments? We only tackle the serious issues here and never let it be said that we don't investigate. My God damn. We, we never go even slightly over the top in these issues. Never. But it's, yeah, it's a broad spectrum and there are many different types that, of events that you may organise, that you may attend, where they will give you a promise. But what will you be getting at the end of it? We're going to spend 15 minutes on this and not a minute more and we will conclude today our investigation. What are feckin' refreshments? Should I eat my dinner if there's going to be refreshments served at a function? What are refreshments? And we got disheartened straight away with a text. Finn, dot, dot, dot. Dave, dot, dot, dot. You're going about this investigation all wrong. Very disheartening when I say this. There are so many different types of refreshments. Small gathering or fundraiser in the parish hall could be cake and biscuits, tea and coffee. Okay. Funeral, refreshments, should be soup and sandwiches, maybe a small dessert. Then take something posher, like perhaps a polo match. Okay. Refreshments at a polo match, this person's an expert. Refreshments at a polo match could be bubble and fresh salmon. John D in the catering business is well up on his polo events. Okay, thank you. Uh, look, okay, we're doing our best with the resources we have to conduct this investigation, make it proper, but no, we appreciate your input. But then Sheila blows it out of the water by telling us her interpretation of refreshments. Right, so on the whole refreshments thing, in a year ago I moved from Wicklow up to Monaghan and now I thought I knew what refreshments served was. Alas, I did not. It used to be to me like tea, coffee and then probably an old tin of roses or something thrown out on the table. In Monaghan, they know how to do it. In Monaghan, you will have scones, banana bread, probably a lemon drizzle. You'll definitely have tea and coffee and you'll probably have fizzy drinks as well and maybe my wadi for the kids. Uh, and that's not to mention then, then if you have a, a Church of Ireland one, oh. well, then you should be basically expecting a wedding cake or like a four-tier chocolate gato or something. Like... It's serious up here when it comes to refreshments. Oh, them Protestants showing us all up again with their wedding cakes as refreshments. I wonder if we analysed the Derry Girls blackboard. Yeah. Would they have mentioned the difference in standard of refreshments? Because I was looking at it last week because it's uh, the blackboard is up in the museum, at the Ulster Museum in Belfast, and I didn't see that. Well, Sheila, all I can say is thank you for that comprehensive assessment and I think we now know what are refreshments. Where are we? Have we, we handled have the ball? Yes. Yeah. 
Unsurprisingly, the ball that has made an appearance today is Lent. Lent. Yeah. My so God. It's yeah. It's you know, as we say, maybe society moves towards, in some ways, mm. a more secular way of being. But every year, people are asked, "What are they giving up?" Uh, people use it as an excuse mm-hmm. to say, "Okay, I'm going to focus on quitting, uh, making myself maybe a little bit healthier." I always like to think outside the box when it comes to length. Maybe you, you try and take something up. That's you know? also true. Um, you know what? I'm giving up for length, Vanilla. Work. Lent. Work would also have been a good substitute if you're a full-time mad lad. I think... Mm, 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 mm. It, it, what it is about Lent a little bit as well is that you... A lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves. Yeah. And it sometimes could have possibly the reverse effect that they want because today a lot of people and the best of luck if you're doing it it's a great idea (laughs) better choice for your health a lot of people use today to start out or start off not smoking quit smoking today it's a big day for that a lot of people will go off the drink a lot of people will take up gym stop eating bad food the opposite can happen to people as well. Maybe that is the subject where we go with Blender Bingo today. Lent was the Blender Bingo ball that came out today. Very topical, very timely. And we chatted out, we thought out loud. And sometimes people going off stuff for Lent, it can have the reverse effect. It's like that thing, if you're told you can't have one thing, that one thing is all you want. So maybe you can take some lessons today doing Lent backwards. Sean, what the hell are you doing? What? One last gorge before Lent. What do you mean, one last gorge? Lent started today. What are you on about Lent started today? It's Ash Wednesday today. Yeah, Lent starts at 12 o'clock tonight. No, it doesn't. Today is a fasting day. Today is when people quit smoking or quit whatever. That's why we had pancakes yesterday, Pancake Tuesday. Yeah, Pancake Tuesday. I thought that was like a primer for one big last gorge before cold turkey, Ash Wednesday, big feast. No, no, it wasn't. Why did you take that cigarette out of your mouth? You don't even smoke. <coughs> what, what? Sure, if I wanted to take up smoking in Lent, then I couldn't because I was off them. But, <coughs> well, uh, look, I suppose you're right. Right, okay. Going off the beer. No dish food for 40 days. It's simple. No bother to me. Sunday. No harm in six bags of crisps of a Sunday. Sure, Lent doesn't count of a Sunday, does it? Wednesday. Sean, are you giving up on Lent? No, 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 no. Not at all. Sure, Lent doesn't count to your birthday, so it doesn't. Even the Lord himself would have won on his birthday. And sure, his birthday is Christmas. So how could he not? St. Patrick's Day. No Lent today either, Sean. Sure didn't Jesus himself put St. Patrick's Day in the middle of Lent so he could get a break, huh? Huh? Sean, that is total blasphemy. Good Friday. Arise, the shine like diamonds. Come on, lads. They call her Sean, the queen you know that nobody pushed you to do Lent. What? What did you say? Nobody pushed you to do it, but you keep pushing it in people's faces that, oh, I can't have a drink, I'm doing Lent. And sure, what are you doing now? Sitting up at the bar with a big second happy head in you. And on Good Friday. Sure, you're only complaining last year that the pubs were open on Good Friday at all. Sure. 
Would you calm down? I nearly done the 40 days of Lent. What harm in having one now? You went out more in the 40 days of Lent than you went out in the past four years. Well, I... I well... Hmm, I, well... Hmm, I, I, hmm, yeah, hmm, no, yeah, I suppose you're right. But sure, look, I'm a, I'm a time mad lad, altogether. No, Sean, you're a total fool. Please lend responsibly over the next 40 days. Don't push yourself into doing something if it is going to have the reverse effect and you end up doing more of the stuff you said you weren't going to do. I am a big hypocrite. I am partaking in Lent, but I have no religion and I'm not doing it for religious reasons. Same as Dave. I'm not religious. Don't do Lent. If you want to make a life change for 40 days or forever, then why do you need to put religion behind it? I get grilled and work all the time by everyone else that does it while I'm eating sandwiches, chocolate or sweets. I can imagine. Oh, you're not doing Lent, are you? You're not doing Lent. <laughs> no, I'm eating my grilled ham and cheese sandwich with crisps in the middle and chocolate fingers coming off your eyebrows. Each to their own is my opinion on it. That's fair. You don't need religion. If you want to make a change now, do so. If you want to quit smoking today, you can do it. I believe in you. Yeah, I do wonder, and obviously again, if you're doing it for religious reasons, fair play to you, and you're more than entitled to do that. But I wonder if you're a person who's who doesn't see the religious aspect and you're just yeah. using it as a particular time, are you nearly setting yourself up to fail at it and I don't even mean that in an overly negative way but if you're saying oh god if I don't get it right now this time of year and this is where the pressure is on are you more likely to slip up because you've won half biscuit and then you're like oh that's it no I have to throw throw the whole thing out now I'm done there's people throwing out their jars of Nutella today that they bought fresh for yesterday for their pancakes they're like no I'll never get to eat it again because the thing is I remember that from being in school once you broke it once. Yeah. You didn't bother trying going back on it again. I know. Do you know? So, I think mean, that'd be a healthier way to look at it, not actually throw the whole thing out the window if you have one sniff of chocolate. Let's find out if this person is getting on the boat or are they on the shore with a cannon? Yeah, I'll be using Lent for to kickstart something decent, I suppose, and same way I use Christmas for presents and Paddy's Day for a good thinking session. Thank you. Appreciate said, that. Thanks for your input. Thinking, thinking yeah. session. Not no. A lot of thinking. It's not that whatsoever. Maria would like to present the closing argument on my hypocrite calling Lent Lent if I am not doing it for the religious aspects. If you're doing it for non-religious reasons, then you can't call it Lent. You're just giving something up for forty days. So that's fine. Your Honor, the defence rests its case. Case closed. Vanilla, you are familiar with Eminem's latest single, Godzilla. Yep. And it actually frightens us how quick he is rapping towards the end. I feel it's a bit stressful, actually. It is. It's like I feel he's doing that live every time and that he's going to trip up, that he has to trip up over himself. That is a funny thing. You think, oh, he's going to lose it one of these days, even though it's the same song he sent us the first time. He's not redoing it every single time he hears an iRadio. In case anyone thinks Eminem is doing it live in iRadio, he is. But sometimes he records versions for us. He, over the past 24 hours, not surprisingly, has launched the Godzilla Challenge. Right, so this is like, if you can emulate his rapping? Yes. Okay, right, okay. Instead of giving you all of the Godzilla Challenge, baby steps, 
Would you fancy taking on the last few lines of Godzilla and see how fast you can do them? Specifically, these lines. You want to battle, I'm available, I'm blowing up like an inflatable, I'm undebatable, I'm unavoidable, I'm unevadable, I'm on the toilet wall, I got a trailer full of money and I'm paid full, I'm not afraid to pull them. Man, stop. Wow. That... That takes 6.8 seconds. Is that all? He gets, what, like four lines? I want to give you two songs to practice. We come back and we see how quickly you can do... You want to battle, I'm available, I'm blowing up like an inflatable, I'm undebatable, I'm unavoidable, I'm unevadable, I'm on the toilet wall, I got a trailer full of money and I'm paid full, I'm not afraid to pull them. Man, stop. The Godzilla challenge. Two songs. (laughs) Okay. And then we're back into it. Okay, fair. You ready? This is going to be an absolute cluster of a situation. I've made sure that there's no curses in the bits you've got you. We'll lead you in. One take and then we're done. Okay. Let's do it. Let me read it first and then the flow is all yours. You go to battle. I'm unavailable. I'm blowing up like an inflatable. I'm undebatable. I'm unavoidable. I'm (laughs) unevadable. I'm on the toilet bowl. I got a trailer full of money and I'm paid in full. I'm not afraid to pull the man stop. Okay. That that probably took you about like 25 seconds or something, did it, compared to the 6.8? I am going (sighs) to initiate a stopwatch and give me a signal when you want to go and then I hit start and stop. Oh, this is going to be so cringe. Okay. One take. Okay. Only. Three, two, one. Go. You want a battle? I'm available. I'm blowing up like an inflatable. I'm undebatable. I'm unavoidable. I'm unavoidable. I'm on the toilet bowl. I got a trailer full of money and I'm paid full. I'm not afraid to pull the man. Stop. Wow! <laughs> what do we have? Eight seconds dead. It. That's unbelievable. I gotta get it under the seven. That is still I'm unbelievable. So that it w- we will rewind the tape. <laughs> we will rewind the tape and see exactly how long it did because I think I might have went early on the stopwatch. I okay. think I think when you said one. You hit, I hit okay. the stopwatch. Well, look. Challengers, 087, 1102, 107. It's the last few lines in Eminem. Godzilla will play it next as well. And we will rewind the tape and see. Was it eight, inquiry. Was it eight seconds or was it a little bit quicker? I'm too slow and I can hear it there and I'm annoyed. The Godzilla challenge. <laughs> By the way, when Eminem Juice World Godzilla was playing, I got Fanula to do it again. That will be on TikTok and Instagram at This Is I Radio. T H I S I S I Radio. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. Pick your pipe, it shall be there. Fanula, after reviewing the tape and the footage, your time is starting from backwards. Ki- so, it was so many seconds, point. Two five six. Okay. Was it eight point two five six or was it seven point two five six? Because you're admitting to hitting the stopwatch that little bit early, I'm going to hope that it's seven point two five six. Correct, Vanilla Commerce. You are the winner of the challenge. Congratulations. I will do mine tomorrow when I have 24 hours practice. But for now, you are a true winner. Anyone can take it on Snapchat, Instagram, WhatsApp, voice notes, 0871-102-107. Vanilla, true professional. Sometimes it's funny when you mess something up. Sometimes you just got to admit you absolutely nailed it. This is iRadio.
I think, you know, the slow start still bothers me, but overall, I'm happy. And uh, as I said, yeah, not not overplaying it in any way, shape or form. Oh, no, <laughs> not at all. Now, our colleagues, Aidan and Una, in the morning, got wind of what you've done and they've set you out a challenge. Would you like to hear Aidan Power? I mean, I just wish they weren't trying to tear down my success. Well, they are. They want you to go one step further and one step further until you make a show of yourself. This morning, Aidan Power said this. Hats off to our very own Fanula Corbett, who did the Godzilla challenge. You can see it up on our TikTok where she's... I challenge her to read the news like that in future. (laughs) He challenges you to read the news like that. Wow. I mean, Aidan, do you not realise the news is a serious business? It is. Um, can't be, you know, messing it up like that. Can't be taking liberties with the serious business and news. Do you think it is possible to do a bulletin? Whether it is possibly not news, because there's a lot of serious stories. And I don't think people would appreciate the humour of you rapping about the coronavirus yeah, no, potentially coming to Ireland. Out. Yeah, yeah. Would I mean, you be able to do... You've sport, you've yeah. traffic... Sport is a serious business. Traffic can be a serious business, but I suppose maybe there's more leeway. But I mean, I can't, you know, we, we what did we have? We had 7.25 seconds mm-hmm. is what it took me to, to get that bit of the Eminem song. And, you know, you're averaging about two minutes of a bulletin for sport. I'd have to, I'd have to really break it down. Can I step in as your manager here? Oh, okay. You have a number one single. Yeah. Everyone is talking about you. Why would you follow <laughs> it up immediately? Why not let it breathe? You didn't see Tones and I when she released Dance Monkey and it was number one Go, no, no, don't listen to that anymore. Listen to this other single. She sat back for a while and then she came with Never Seen the Rain. I think you should sit back for a while, work on it and then blow them out of the water. Again, slightly worried that I might be building things up just a bit too much but if you're going to tell me and I accept your role as my manager, anyone who tells me to sit back I'm more than happy. This is the number one single from Fanula Corbett at the minute. <laughs> you want a battle? I'm available. I'm blowing up like an inflatable. I'm undebatable. I'm unavoidable. I'm unavailable. I'm on the toilet bowl. I got a trailer full of money and I'm paid full. I'm not afraid to pull the... Man, stop. So, as your manager, do you accept my recommendation of letting that breathe for a while? Yeah, and we'll get it. We'll get a new one out in due course. And as your manager, would you let me fire a ball back at Aiden Power? Well, I fully endorse that because I want to nitpick on this <laughs> and we will come to that next Steve would like you to wrap the entertainment news so he doesn't have to listen to some celebrity drizzle that he doesn't like well look I'll, I'll think about it it's a toss up between sport traffic and showbiz okay Fanula I have stepped in here as your manager yeah and look I, it's probably going to be an unpaid role for a while but we'll see what we can do the challenge that came this morning from Edinburgh, if you missed it, it's this. Hats off to our very own Fanula Corbett, who did the Godzilla challenge. You can see it up on our TikTok Nailed where it. she's... I challenge her to read the news like that in future. <laughs> I feel personally that he is trying to take down my client by pushing her too far and then she makes a fool of herself and nobody wants to book her for gigs or pay her money or buy her albums. And one part of his call-out stuck out. It would stick out, wouldn't it? I mean, if he was trying to imitate my rapping, it's just scandalous, really. And then I was listening to tunes this morning and the two of them came together. Are you familiar with Medusa? Yes. (laughs) 
Medusa piece of your heart. So if you put Medusa and that together. What? Sorry, just quickly. What if it's. You might get something a little bit like this. Wow. You know Aiden Power is going to be looking for like royalties from that now. Are you not a fan? I think it's amazing. I think that's some good audio trickery. Do you want to hear it again? Once more. What? Sorry, just quickly. What if it's... man in the world. Peace of your heart <laughs> on iRadio. Now he's, after getting a new role landed on him, we be teaming up with Medusa. Well, he shouldn't have been calling your rapping. <laughs> and he will learn to respect my client in future, won't he? So yesterday evening, we were finishing up the show and a video came in to us. And it's always a little bit touchy when you get a WhatsApp video. Sometimes we get sent on videos that are sent into WhatsApp groups that you might not want on your phone. Sometimes you get videos of randomers in far-flung locations doing things that you could not talk about on the radio. But the video we got yesterday was utterly wholesome. I mean, it really made our day. And that sounds like a cliche, but it was one of the cutest things I've ever heard. And I think you mentioned this just a little while ago. We're going to engage in a little bit of self-indulgence with oh, this. Yeah. Um, because we feel we've no choice. Well, sometimes there can be a lot of negativity. And when you get some beautiful positivity, you've got to grasp it. We want to introduce to you Ava from Drummond in County Leitrim. 
and we got a video of Ava having thoughts after she got out of school or crash or after school care. I have something to tell you. When I'm older, I'm going to change my name to Fanula and let marry a guy called Dave and then it, if I like him, and then it would be Dave and Fanula. Isn't that <laughs> like, the cutest thing the cutest you've thing ever heard? Oh, like adorable. And I love that because I don't think there are too many people and I don't want to slag anyone with the name Fanula, but I don't know if there's too many people who would choose to change their name to it. It's very complicated to spell. Well, it was Eileen who sent us the video. Maybe we could call Eileen off the hoof and maybe if we can get Ava, recommend that. Thank you very much for being interested in the name Fanula, but it might have some complications. Like <laughs> not everyone can spell Fanula correctly. Sometimes it's even difficult to spell Finn correctly. <laughs> so maybe we'll give Eileen a call, dial her in, and see if we get an answer. If we don't, not in ventured, not in gate. Hello? Hi, it's Stephen Fanula here from my radio. Is that Eileen? Oh, hi, how are you? Not too bad at all, and yourself? Not too bad, Dave. Well, I have a son here who would be even more over the moon than it's you. Oh, very good. If you want, you can put him on. Oh, here, hang on. He doesn't know who it is. He's looking at me very weirdly. Hang on. Okay. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Oh, my name is Dara. Dara, how are you keeping today? Good. Were you in school? I was in school. Very good. And come here now. We're having a very important conversation at the moment about Lent. Will you be giving up, Anthony, for the next 40 days? Yes, I'm going to be giving up negativity. Oh, I like it. I love I like this. It. Does Dara know who this is? I do now. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you listen to the show, Dara? I do listen to iRadio, yes. Yay! Thank you for being on board. Can we talk to Eileen again? Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Great to talk to you, sir. Hi, Dave. Um, you're on loudspeaker. How are you? Now, are you looking bad. for the little legs, as we call her? She just made me laugh yesterday when she came out with this statement. Mammy, can I change my name when I'm older? And I was like, God, why do you want to change your name? I want to be called Fanula. And I just... I couldn't believe she said she was going to find a day to marry. <laughs> it was just, it was just a statement. I said, I must send this to the guys because I just thought it was brilliant. But as she said, only if she likes them. Well, that's our favourite part. It was like she, she rethought it. She was like, only if I like him. That's it. So she, she is a woman of taste. She's not just going oh, for a name. I tell you, if you met her, she is off the scale. You know, there's a real character in her. She's a pure devil. Will you remind us of her actual name, the one she has now? Ava. Ava. So, well, Ava, I think, you know, you should stay Ava. Uh, I wouldn't be recommending a change to Fanula anytime soon, even though I am more than flattered. Um, <laughs> I've no comment on marrying Dave. You can do what you want about that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? She's at Crest and I must go and get her. We'll call again, and if not, look, we'd like to invite you in if there was a day you were around or on midterm break or that, and you wanted to come in and have a look at iRadio, uh, we'd like to extend that invite. You, might, it, oh, you mightn't take it up for six months, but the invite is there. Oh, you're really good. Thanks a million. Oh, do you know what? The, definitely the 12-year-old would be up for that, that's for sure. Well, we'd be delighted to meet Dara, Ava and yourself, Eileen. You honestly made our day with that lovely message yesterday, and it's been great to chat to you. Oh, thanks a million. Thanks a million, guys. I'm glad I sent it in now. Well, we're glad that you sent it in to us and we were delighted 
to see it and that there's some positivity in the world. I think one more play isn't any harm whatsoever. I have something to tell you. When I'm older, I'm going to change my name to Fanula and let marry a guy called Dave and then it, if I like him and then it would be Dave and Fanula. This is my favourite part is when she rethinks and is like if I like him if I like him only I'm not just changing it for any feckin' Dave or I'm not just going to marry any Dave if I like him. Maybe you can Warn her not to change it to Fadula. Scare oh, me, the living daylights out of the does child. It, does the world need more Fadulas? I don't know. And it is time for today's edition of the Panda Game on Monday. In honour of Fadula last week, we did not do the Panda Game. I didn't think it would be right with you not being here. Well, I feel honoured. Um, but, you know, there should always be jokes and laughter in your life. But at the same time, I can understand why playing the punting game on your own might be a bit tough. I felt what was going to happen since I was here on my own. We both have very different senses of humour. Mm-hmm. The people would be sending in their jokes and I'd be going, no, 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 it's Do terrible. you just appreciate all the laughter? I can. You know? Sometimes. Even if they're terrible jokes. Yeah. Here, why, Dave, can you tell me the answer to this? Why does Mr. Tato have a phone? Why does Mr. Tato have a phone? I don't know. In case the onion rings. <laughs> oh my God, I saw that on Twitter over the last week. I was like, I cannot wait for the Monday game. Do you know they're oh. testing a new pizza by drone delivery service in Dublin at the minute? Well, actually, I've, yeah, I've heard talk of pizzas by drone. Is it going okay for them? Or? Well, number one, I can't see it taking off. And number two, <laughs> it's a bit pie in the sky. Hey. Yes. By the way, just for clarification, that was a joke. They're not trialling it out. Don't get excited. Um, you know the way the weather has been quite bad lately and look, flooding and all that, no laughing matter, but more with the, the stormy weather and the wind, it's actually caused really bad damage to a cheese factory. And the wind blew the roof off and debris was everywhere. Ah, stop it. Okay, I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm done. The studio audience didn't clap at that one. I feel they've heard it before. Yeah, I know, I know. I must say, I was singing over the weekend, you know, what's my favourite thing in life? And I have to say that sleep is my favourite thing. Fair. It's the reason I get up in the morning. <laughs> We're back at it again, the Punday game. The highlight of our week and hopefully of yours. But of course, we need you. We need your jokes. We need your puns. And we need you to make us cringe laugh. Would that be fair to say? Well, I think you've hurt someone. Oh my God, that Tato joke boomed my head. <laughs> is that good or bad? I, oh. There's laughing faces, so I'm going to assume that it is good. God. But I, I don't know what boomed your head is. Is that a physical injury? I need to um, start writing down where I see these because I do want to give credit to where I saw that joke and I honestly can't remember it now, uh, but it was it's very good. Someone on Twitter will call you out if they yeah. come up with it. So would you like to tell your joke that boomed somebody again, please? Well, purely just so we can understand the meaning of booming someone. Um, I asked you, and I can't take credit for it, why does Mr. Tato have a phone? In case the onion rings. Ba-dum-boom. Oh, I love it. So, yeah, we had a text in saying that Mr. Tato joke has b- boomed my head. Boomed my head. Right, what does it mean? We thought it might have been physically injured. But it's when you need the joke to set in for a couple of seconds. You're like, you're thinking. And then, boom, it hits you in your head. So you boomed that love person it. with your joke. Thank you. Um, you nearly threw them that. off the road. It was that good, <laughs> Fanula. Ben has been on to us to tell us about his friend. And uh, he says, my friend is in a really good band called 999 Megabytes. Mm-hmm. They're really good, but unfortunately, they haven't got a gig yet. Oh, 
A nerdy joke, oh, is it? Ben. A nerdy joke. We're loving it. Uh, George. George actually sounds like he came up with this himself. George sounds like someone who'd ride a horse. Doesn't right, okay. Isn't that, George, tell us that if it's true. To be or not to be a horse rider? That is a question. Yes. <laughs> George, thank you very much. You and your horses and your fillies. Because I do love that because, you know, we do call it the Punja game, so we do get actual wordplay on it. That's very impressive. Um, I don't know if I should tell you this or not because it is some family business. My oh. family actually had to have a, a word with me, a bit of a chat with me, and tell me to stop impersonate, impersonating a flamingo. So I had to put my foot down. A somber laugh for that <laughs> flamingo joke. You didn't really ask me what I was at at the weekend. Well, I happen to know because I was very jealous that I wasn't alongside you. Mm. For part of it anyway. But maybe you were up to something that I didn't even know about. I was. I was out on Saturday and I met a cowboy. And the cowboy asked me, could I help him round up 18 cows? I said, yeah, of course. That's 20 cows, mate. <laughs> You're so helpful in all situations. Here is something that may be of interest to you. Lonely Planet have teamed up with Falch Ireland to reveal the ultimate Irish bucket list challenge. They're talking about visiting every single part, every county in Ireland and all the big attractions. And they've brought on board a very very qualified ambassador. Yeah, this is a guy who you could say has got a serious wanderlust because he's managed to visit all of the world's 208 official countries. Johnny Ward, can you regale us with your adventures? Oh, well, that would take a while. I'm actually currently in Cairo, Egypt. I, I just brought a group of my followers from my blog and my Instagram to Yemen for the week. Um, so now I'm in Cairo for a few days and my mum actually arrives the day after tomorrow and then I'm going back to Yemen with another group. Uh, but yeah, it's been a, since finishing my 10-year journey to every country in the world, I kind of promised my now fiancé that I'd slow down, but I've, I started this new goal of trying to be the first person in history to visit every country, North Pole, South Pole and the Seven Summits. So I've been on the go pretty solid since I finished the Every Country thing a couple of years ago. And the seven summits as well. Yeah, to so the highest mountain on each continent. I'm four down, three to go. I've got, uh, I've got the next one up. I'm going off to Alaska in May for the highest one in, in North America. That's Denali. And actually, last week I just signed a contract for Everest next year, which makes me feel sick even thinking about it. <laughs> wow. Um, no slowing down <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe the year after. Well, Johnny, I was there in um, Fermanagh last weekend and I did Stairway to Heaven and I was very proud of myself until I talk to you now. I, I'm wondering, like, when you get to these locations, do you, is it a case of like, oh, you've gone through all the effort to get there, all the planning, and then when you're actually there, is it like, ah, oh, okay, quick picture and then head off again? Or do you really have time to savour the moment? It's a bit different, really. During the every country thing, that 10 years, I average two or three weeks per country. So, and I had no plans, really, because a lot of them are so tricky to get into with, with the empathy and visas and whisper it quietly bribery to officials so that then I would try to make the most of my time there knowing how difficult it was to get in now I now through, I, I founded a non-profit called Medida Adventures so now we do a lot of we build a lot of malaria clinics and playgrounds and, and kindergartens around the world and I bring my followers with me to help fund that and uh, 
and also to then help with the, the final construction process. So with those kind of situations, everything has to be really planned in advance. So as I'm getting older, things are getting a bit more organized, for better or worse. Yeah, fair enough, because I suppose when you're going to go to that effort and those air miles and traveling and everything, you want to make sure it actually pays off well in the end. Especially if you're in more zones like Yemen and you need to, to make sure your security is in place and your, your paperwork's above board. Yeah, is Yemen, I'd imagine, is still a very dangerous place because there's that infamous joke in Father's Head, I'm going to send you to southern Yemen. I don't think I know anyone that would go there willingly or without reason. Well, you'd be surprised, actually. So it was my it was my second last country, but in reality, it was my last country. My last country was Norway, which is going to be a big celebration with friends and family. So Yemen was my second last one, which is very difficult to get to. But once I had reached that, I knew I was going to finish. So then it holds a lot of weight for me emotionally. So then the guy that helped me get in those three years ago, it started a tour company and he helped me so much again with a bit of corruption here and there with Mm -hmm. immigration and I ended up taking this cargo ship across the Somalian Sea for four days to get to Yemen before tourists were allowed in. Um, and he asked me, could I come back and bring a couple of people? So I whacked it on my blog, I'm off to Yemen, it's really beautiful, does anyone want to come? And I could only take 16 people and it sold out in a day. I was like, good God, there's loads of other nut jobs around the world who want to do this. So then I, then I thought, okay, I'll organize another trip for the week after. And then I had my mum putting me, on pre- on, me under pressure to come. And so she signed up and then that sold out in another week. So that's how I've got a second group. So you'd be surprised how many people want to go to every corner of the world, to be honest. It's bizarre to me because I never have any in- aspirations to go to Yemen, but there is obviously a huge demand. <laughs> Well, listen, you never know. Check out the photographs on my Instagram and I'll be able to convince you, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) We going to Southern Yemen yet, boys? Holidays 2020. (laughs) Johnny, let's talk the Ultimate Irish Bucket List Challenge. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to? Well, after talking about all these mountains and stuff, I might come across like a bit of a health fanatic. But actually, the thing I'm looking forward most to, I've heard a rumour that the oldest bar, the oldest pub in the world, is an Athlone. Have you guys heard of that before? We have been in it many times. We were based in Athlone, <laughs> so it's not too far away from us. That's all we'll say about well, visiting that, that pub. That, that's the thing that I'm most looking forward to, to be honest. But there's a load of stuff too. Ireland's highest mountain. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting down to Dingle if I can. I hope I've never been down there before. Ireland, obviously I've been to every country, and Ireland is legitimately one of the most beautiful countries in the world. And I think there's so much opportunity, especially with people worried about the environmental impact of flights and stuff. But to stay within the island, you can still have an amazing holiday and see amazing things and discover amazing new opportunities. So I'm really looking forward to getting my teeth sunk into it. Johnny Ward, it is your team up with Fault Ireland and Lonely Planet. Remind us again where people can follow your adventures. Sure. So I'm originally a blogger at onestepforward.com. That's the number four because my surname is Ward. So I'll let you work that out. Um, also on Instagram and Facebook, um, one step at one step forward. And if Fulcher Ireland and the Tourism Board are silly enough to let me take over their social media for a week or two, I might be on there too. Johnny Ward visited every single country, official country that is in the world, and now he's going to take on the Irish Bucket List Challenge. It's a team up between Lonely Planet and Fulcher Ireland. But what about making our own list right here, right now? There are people that want to represent their county. Surely there is one good thing to see in every single county. What about an elephant grave near Castlery and Roscommon? Are we talking literally here? Literally. Wow, okay. Literally. Yeah. So, from Googling this, Memorial Stone now marks Cindy the Elephant's final resting place. So, there is an elephant grave 
It's either in Castlery or it's near Castlery. And it is honouring an elephant that used to roam around the town. Like what? And it appeared in papers. Cindy died in Nathan Ryan, 1972. There was much discussion as where she would be buried. Castlery Towns Trust offered a site in the graveyard and Cindy was buried there. Sorry, not in the graveyard, but a site to bury her. Um, It wasn't until 2014 that someone got the brainwave to mark the site and to help a local businessman and a stonemason, there was a gravestone for Cindy, the elephant. So there you go. Uh, Elephant grave, Castlery. We didn't have much time to research that, but it is a thing. Madness. Um, Big thank you to Christina for sending that on, representing her county. Hey guys. Yeah, so we do actually have an elephant um, buried in Castlery. Um, And there was a picture of an elephant actually coming out of the shop uh, from an old newspaper clip and you should look it up. It's fierce funny. Um, Yeah, but yeah, that's 100% true. Seamus Coramila Mahagat not a direction or not a position we thought we'd find ourselves in today is researching an elephant's grave in Castlery in County Roscommon. No, and I just, it's not to cast any aspersions on Seamus, sorry, the person who originally got in touch about this, but I love when he's like, it's 100% true. It's like, have the people of Castlery just come together and been like, right, we need a new draw for the area. How Forget about the prison. The, box the prison is not a tourist attraction for Castlery. We need something better. Something that can intrigue the interest of the Irish people. If anyone questions it, it's 100% true. You can't dig it up now. That's against the law. But there is an elephant there and it is a grave. I I tend to believe them. I do. No, I do. I do. You're going to see Google Trends, Elephant Grave Castlery, shoot up. We need to return to an investigation that was launched on Tuesday. And we nearly closed the case, but you left the door open ever so slightly. That I, just, in, I felt so passionate about it. I know. That investigation was what are refreshments? We discussed on Tuesday the varying standard of refreshments you encounter at different events. And we asked was there or should there be a base standard, a baseline for anyone who advertises refreshments, whether that be in a parish newsletter like the one we were looking at from Glenda Maddy. So we had a bit of conversation on this but Sheila was the woman who came in straight in with a thorough assessment of the situation. A year ago I moved from Wicklow up to Monaghan and now I thought I knew what refreshment served was alas I did not. It used to be to me like tea, coffee and then probably an old tin of roses or something thrown out on the table. In Monaghan they know how to do it. In Monaghan you will have scones, banana bread probably a lemon drizzle. You'll definitely have tea and coffee and you'll probably have fizzy drinks as well and maybe my wadi for the kids. And that's not to mention then then if you have a, a Church of Ireland one, oh! well then you should be basically expecting a wedding cake or like a four tier chocolate gato or something. Like it's serious up here when it comes to refreshments. Oh, that was Sheila on Tuesday filling us in what she thought refreshments were. The investigation was going very well. We left the door open ever so slightly and I'm glad that we did because we're on to part two. Presbyterian funerals and refreshments. Enter Mr. Brian Quinn. Now you may have come across Brian's tweet this week where he opened our eyes to a whole new world. First time I was ever at like a non-Catholic funeral 
and then the refreshments were afterwards and then all the wee sandwiches were there and instead of being like the wee triangles they were finger sandwiches and then started off down the line egg and onion salad okay chicken and grape was up first I was like that's that's weird chicken and peach and then down at the end of the line was Mars bar and apple and then I heard others being like oh good they have Mars bar and apple <laughs> and I was like what and then I sat down with like my colleagues and they're like oh great classic Mars bar and apple no you couldn't have a funeral without one. Oh yeah what world have I entered the, the, the humble you know Mars bar and apple sure you could expect yeah, I, nothing less. Just to, to interject here and say, of course, we offered the condolences of yes. iRadio to the family. And if we can just, if it can be of any comfort at all in this sad time, because obviously it was a funeral you were at, but to know that what was offered at the funeral is now causing an absolute sensation. So, Brian, you were there, you were looking at what was on offer. What did you decide to do? Um, well, I tried the Mars Bar and Apple sandwich, didn't I? <laughs> It was fine. It was like, I don't know, not that different to like a bit of Nutella or something, you know, like a chocolatey sandwich. They, they slice it good and thin and I think they had it set at room temperature. I'm not sure of the exact technique now. Um, I've seen some people on Twitter now try to recreate it. Um, don't know what the results are going to be like. And then I think a lot of people from particularly from the north they either knew grown up or didn't. Um, seems to be many rural and Presbyterian communities that... Uh, Grew up with this? No, we're we're finding it hard to believe. And he also threw a spanner in the works there, grape and chicken as well. Grape and chicken, yeah. It's like taco van, but they didn't ferment the grape or something. <laughs> I feel I might draw the line at that one because there's something about at least Mars bar and apple, you know, they're they're both sweet. Whereas I have oh, problems but, with the, the savoury and the sweet being mixed. Oh, but you see, when you're, when you're at one of these, they also have like the tray bakes then on down the line. And that's the sweet bit. Like the Mars bar and apple is there for savoury. It's the sugar consumption of these things. From your experience of them, would you recommend that we actually go and, and try them out and make some ourselves? Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a few recipes up on like Reddit and Google and stuff. So like, yeah, try, try it yourself. I tempted myself to do it with, um, as a toasty. See how that would go, you know. Brian, bring us on to the next stage of the investigation at Brian Brian Quinn on Twitter. Mars bar and apple sandwiches. And then he took it even a little bit step further. He gave us a request, essentially, and we'd never heard of this song either. There's an undertone song called Mars Bar. You can dig it out. And after a little bit of digging... We got it. But I think we need to try the Mars bar and apple sandwiches. Get Undertones Mars bar and see how we get on. Speaking to Brian. Brian is from Derry. He was at a Presbyterian funeral during the week and he was served up apple and Mars bar sandwiches. He also told us about an undertone song about a Mars bar. This isn't an endorsement. It's a song that exists. I need a Mars bar. Hey, Riggs bar. Show 
It is a full song about Mars bars. Apparently the undertones absolutely adored them, a famous dairy band. And ashamed myself that I hadn't heard of that song before, Brian. But it is now time for a taste test, Vanula Corbett. We have made apple and Mars bar sandwiches. Yeah, I was um, responsible for the physical creation of these. They're not my finest work aesthetically. We were unsure as to whether or not to put butter in them because it feels like a sacrilege not to put butter in a sandwich but I don't Lock know if that them. counts yeah so there's butter on one slice of the bread right okay, okay. I'm going to stand up okay. so I can get this on video I'll let you go first okay like, these honestly, uh, microphone like stands need some WD-40 as well listen to that apologies now we have it ready oh, Vanilla, lost you nearly lost dropped a slice it. of apple <laughs> we're only there, beginning Vanilla oh, carbon. wow okay so just for the purposes of the camera, I've got very chocolatey Mars bar. So let me okay. describe what's going on here. Vanilla Corbett is holding a normal slice pan, two slices of bread. Yeah. Only one side of the bread is buttered because of time constraints. And we're talking a red apple and a green apple and a Mars bar. Vanilla Corbett. Yeah, here goes. On you go. Some ASMR oh. <laughs> for your Friday. She has taken like one it. big bite. She I likes like it. it. Yeah. Tell us what, describe what's in your mouth. Um, well, okay. What can you taste? The Mars bar is dominating. Okay. Which I feel is as it should be. Yeah. I feel, sorry. I, so are you going to get sick? Do no, I need to get a bin? I feel the ratio of Mars bar to apple, like there should be way more Mars bar. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm going for one more bite. One more bite. Which I didn't think I would be. I would say the white bread Makes it, I think. I don't think this would be as nice with brown bread. Really? Would be my guess. Okay, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fanula, I think you're enjoying this a little bit too much. I'm really good. Is it really good? Yeah. She's going to get sick. I'll get the bed. No, it's just, I feel so weird because what normally happens is that I'm like, you know, trying yeah, to grab a bit of lunch. No, I don't I'm can, actually delighted with it. Can this. you recycle that because we are environmentally conscious now? I'm loving this. This is a new thing. Like, totally on board with the Mars Bar and Apple. Well, it's a pity now because I was expecting you getting sick on the air. And it's a bit of an underwhelming I'm sorry. result. I'm sorry. Like, like, I feel now that this could be that we're doing you a service because the next time you're looking for a snack, I feel this is, I would never say replacing the Tato sandwich ever, but an alternative. But if there you're you there, nine o'clock on a Friday night, you're like, what in the name of God will will satisfy these cravings I have? This white bread, white Mars bread. bar, green apple and red apple, sliced up very small, a little bit of butter, cup of tea. Oh, I think you'll be laughing. All good to go? Being at the ready? You know what? I'm just sickened that uh, you're oh. getting the second half of my sandwich. You can have it back if you want. The bread's gone a bit stale as well, right? Bread's gone very stale. Very stale. It was, yeah, it was a bit stale of the crust. I didn't, you know, but the rest of it was fine. I only bought it this morning. It's good. Like, unappealing to look at, but the sweet, the apple, the, it works well. Now, I'm afraid to swallow it. It's good. It's, it's actually all right. I've had far worse stuff in posher restaurants than the studio of iRadio. And I paid more money, and I would take this over some of those posher meals. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it because uh, I'm a big fan. Do you want it back? But no, you're grand. I only took one quarter of it. <laughs> I'll you leave can have it the to rest. You. you sure? It's good. 
looks actually all right. Kind of disappointing results for you listening at home, hoping we'd get sick, but I'm pre- pleasantly surprised. I'm going to stand by the thing that we might have made your lives a lot better because now when you're looking for a new sweet treat, this is it. White bread, Mars bar. Again, I'm going to reiterate, you need the Mars bar dominating the sandwich. Yeah. Like a few bits of apple, but ratio is, you know, two to one Mars bar to apple. Mr. Tato is absolutely trembling in his big oversized boots. Days from 250.